You already know what time it is. Welcome back into the What Offseason Sports Podcast, everybody. Coming on today's episode, we're going to dig into my New Orleans Saints, really look at the state of them. We got a lot of things we want to go over with the team here. Don't want to spoil it for you, but I'm not alone. I have the biggest up-and-coming video editor right now, man responsible for my BMAC interview, Complicated. What is going on, brother? Introduce yourself to the show today. Oh, man, I appreciate your introduction, brother. Um, yeah, man, I go by Complicated Video Editor. A um, little bit of personality here and there. Gamer, um, Southern California native, and just all around happy dude, especially to be on this show right now, bro. Yeah, man, absolutely. And thank you so much for coming on the show, of course. If anybody remembers, one of the earlier podcasts I was on back when I first got the show going was with Piggy Bank, uh, Piggy Bank Picks and Complicated Kai. So it was a huge blessing to be able to get on their show. Now we're going to circle it back around here, bring him on to the What Off Season Sports Podcast. But before we dive into today's episode, of course, you can check the link in all of the social media pages you can find What Off Season on. It's going to be every platform we have, every bit of content we're putting out. You'll be able to find it there in that link, and you'll be able to find Kai as well social media as you'll see it up here on the screen for you but let's go ahead and dive into this episode man we're going to start with something that's kind of generic but it's a lot of questions you know a big question rather that a lot of people are having this year and especially the fans and I want to start with the guest first can you see the Saints finally getting back to the Super Bowl this year I did in the beginning mm. and I was obviously so first off let me just put this out there I am a Dallas Cowboy fan and I had delusions of seeing them in the Super Bowl. That was my team to go to the Super Bowl. But right. obviously, um, the Saints were probably in the back of my head. But with the, the health of Drew Brees going into the playoffs, making a deep run, to me, that's where the problem lies. I'm not going to get any further yet on why I feel that. But I will say Drew Brees' health is a huge concern. Definitely. Especially to a quarterback who has now cracked ribs. That's not good, man. Like you doing anything with you know, cracked ribs hurts, man. Turning, oh coughing, gosh. sneezing, breathing. It's tough. And, the, and you have to do the, the pivot, plant, oh. extension, all of this. And then, you know, I don't think he's going to see ghosts, but <laughs> we are all human. And you are going to feel those linemen even more. Has a feel for the game and he has a feel for the pressure. Right. He's going to be uh, sensing it more. It's going to be a little bit of paranoia. You cannot exactly. go into the playoffs with that, playing these teams like, you know, the Rams or even Tampa Bay again. I mean, you know, you, you just can't, you can't do it. And I think that uh, that is my huge concern. It's, it's more so on the ability of Drew Brees' health and his bounce back. I don't think he can. So that's the only reason why my hope for the Saints this season has vanished. I feel that, man. I 100% feel that. And as a fan, when I saw Drew go down in that Niners game, I was actually watching it with my buddy. He had just came into my room for maybe about five minutes, and he's probably the biggest Saints hater ever, right? So, of course, when that play goes down, and I, I know my quarterback so well, man, and I saw him kind of roll over, and he took just a little too long to get up. I knew Drew was hurt. When I saw Drew go down, man, that was really tough. And then the reports come out of, of you know, of um, initially it's just a few crack ribs, then it's what, like eight, now it's 11, got the collapsed lung as well. And the crazy thing to me, 
is people are talking about two to three weeks. You really want your 41-year-old quarterback, franchise quarterback that you know he still is right now, coming back in two to three weeks and taking you to the Super Bowl. I want Drew to be out for at least four weeks. I mean, anywhere from four to six would be good, but then you obviously have to worry about the rest versus rust. You know when he comes back, teams are going to be having to put the pressure on him. They're going to want to put the pressure on Drew Brees because unfortunately we've seen, yes, you can blitz Drew and he can still beat you on it. But when you get the blitz heavy enough on him, like we saw in the wild card game last year against Minnesota, when we got eliminated, it's tough for him when he gets pressure. Teams are going to bring pressure on him. And alluding to what you said, complicated, when Drew comes back, I agree with you. He is going to feel that pressure. He's almost going to be kind of internally flinching. His ribs are going to be holding on tight, just hoping that they don't get hit. And Drew is just going to be really cumbersome in the pocket I feel like. But back to the question of can the Saints finally get back to the Super Bowl? I'm going to have to say yes. And not just because I'm a fan. It's because I truly believe in this team. I believe in the resiliency. I believe that Sean Payton is maybe on a different mindset this year. We see the New Orleans defense the first five weeks of the season giving up 30 points a game. You look at the last five weeks, they're barely giving up 14 points a game to the teams that they've been playing. Now, whether we want to take it for their schedule or not, they're doing the best that they can going out onto the field and just playing their best football every week, at least trying to getting better gradually every week so I do feel like the Saints can get back to the Super Bowl Uh, this is the best roster that they've had without question I'm even going to say yes that it is better than the Super Bowl roster no question this is the best defense that the Saints have ever had in franchise history and then you look at the guys obviously like Sanders Cook Thomas Kamara they've got dudes out there there's no question on the defensive side of the ball plenty of positions are loaded with common household names you feel like so I do feel like the Saints can finally get back to the Super Bowl but diving deeper actually into the current day of the Saints right now not necessarily peeking ahead to February we're going to be your stockbrokers here on the what offseason podcast we're going to play a little buy sell or hold with the man himself Taysom Hill obviously stepping into the spotlight Sean Payton obviously picked him up back in 2017 off the waiver wire from the Packers and he believed in this guy He said, look, I want you to return punts and kicks. I want you to catch footballs. I want you to throw them. I want you to be able to run them. And we know all about Taysom being the Swiss Army knife. We'll start here with his performance against Atlanta. Buy, sell, or hold his performance against the Falcons in his first NFL start. If we're going to say, did he have a good game? Am I? Yeah. So I would say I would hold. I wouldn't necessarily buy it. Right. I wouldn't sell it either yet because we're talking about your, your quarterback Hall of Famer going down. Right. So right now there's no option. Well, there's options, but there's there's no use of trying to uh, not start this this guy, especially after the decent performance. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Pretty high rating as well. But again, he's playing the the, the damn Falcons. Right. Um, if the Seahawks didn't exist, the Falcons would have the worst defense in the league. <laughs> there you go, man. And I'm that's crazy to think because anyway. But I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. I feel you. I feel you, absolutely. So in in regards to his performance against Atlanta, I'm going to hold that as well because we can't act like Atlanta has a good defense. Obviously, they were second to last in the league to the Seahawks, basically, in passing offense. They let anybody throw the ball on them, you know, allowing a ridiculous quarterback rating to whoever is back there. I mean, man, even Drew Locke potentially was looking good back there against the Falcons (laughs) and even almost had the comeback win on them. They can make anybody look like Mahomes, make anybody look like a Brady in his prime, anybody look like a Rodgers. We know that. So I'm going to hold his performance on Atlanta I don't want to get too high on it yet and like you said great game for him coming out you know 
started off a little rough, making throws short, uh, took a few sacks and was kind of indecisive with the ball at first. But once Taysom got comfortable, he, you can argue he was doing virtually anything he wanted to in that game. He had the vision. He had the footwork. Of course, he's got the speed and the power to run. And just some of the throws that Taysom was able to make on the run or just right into the small pocket for his receivers in between those defenders, man, I was actually surprised with how efficient he was and just how well he was able to throw the football because we had only seen this man throw roughly 20 NFL passes his entire career. You go back and look at the BYU days when he was in college and it wasn't a whole lot of greatness. I want to say about 43 passes passing touchdowns to upwards 30s of the interceptions, but he was obviously a great runner. Everybody knows that about Taysom. But I want to ask you first, Complicated, would you buy, sell, or hold your expectations for Taysom Hill from here on out, whatever they may be for you? Yeah, I'm definitely going to sell. Mm -hmm. You don't want you don't want Taysom Hill as your quarterback moving forward. Come on, man. You just had Drew Brees, right? Right. Well, excuse me, you have Jubilee, excuse me. I mean, I say that because he's hurt, so he's out. But you still have, you know, Jameis Winston. And, of course. You know, to me, if you can name me a quarterback that was – so, okay, let me ask you a really quick question. You're a fan of the Saints. It, would you consider Taysom Hill – to be a pass-first quarterback? As of right now, no, because you could, like, I, like I mentioned, you can go back and look at the BYU days. He was definitely more of a threatening runner than he was a passer. You know, he can still throw the football, that's no question, but him being in a better system in New Orleans, he could potentially turn into a pass-first quarterback. I don't think Sean Payton would let him be a run-first quarterback. We've never necessarily had one of those come through the city, so I don't see why it would necessarily change now. With that being said, I don't uh, – t- uh, top of my memory – I can't think of a run first quarterback that won a Super Bowl. Right. Can you off the top, just off top? No, absolutely not, man. You right. got me there for sure. I don't think any running quarterback has made it to the Super Bowl successfully and, and obviously won the ring. And he is a gadget quarterback who's was listed as a tight end, played receiver, quarterback. He does, he's all over the field, right? He's right. Special teams. This isn't a quarterback. This is a very, very talented player. All respects to the guy, man. He's 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 playing his, his his butt off, but right as far as replacing Drew Brees as the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback moving forward, absolutely like, not. No, like way. after this season, you mean moving forward? Basically, I think that if you have a choice, you you find someone else who's a pocket passer who can get the job done and be the the quarterback for the Saints moving forward. I don't. I personally think that he's like a Tim Tebow, you know, kind of guy where, I mean, it's there, but I don't know if he could put it all together on a, you know, string of a couple of years, actually. And that's what I'm looking at when it comes to Taysom Hill. That's why I'm selling. As far as finishing out this season, you already didn't start him. He's, he's, he's already playing. Right. I mean, you already have Jameis Winston. You know what he can do. Your biggest concern with Jameis is threatening Taysom because – he was already in in the flow of things already. And then you bring in Jameis. Jameis's reputation is turning the ball over. Uh, Hill didn't turn the ball over as far as interceptions. So for right now, they're going to ride that train. And he had a decent game. Let him have two to three. Do you know who they play? Up in, are they going to play a solid defense coming up? Chiefs are going to be the most formidable defense we're going to face. Exactly. Probably to finish out the season. Because after the Chiefs, we have... Uh, the Vikings, and then we end the season with the Panthers. We actually play the Vikings on Christmas, oddly enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm excited to check out Taysom Hill, and I'm excited to see 
how consistent he can be and how much of a quarterback he can be quarterback in terms of what you know my expectations uh for Taysom Hill going forward that's going to be another hold for me I don't think I can buy or sell it just yet it's kind of hard to judge what a guy can truly do down the stretch and you know I really thought about this before I wanted to make a whole episode surrounding Taysom but we can't act like he hasn't been in New Orleans for going on three four years now we can't act like Sean Payton didn't take a risk and a chance on him picking him up off the waivers you know starting him at 30 years old with him not starting a game since his BYU days basically in 2016 16. You know, you have to go back and look at that. I'm going to hold my expectations on him for right now. Does he, of course, have the potential for me to buy in on him as a password quarterback? Absolutely. I think you put him under a system like Sean Payton. You put him with the Saints who can potentially be the most intricate offense in the league. I'm not going to say the best offense. That's obviously Kansas City. But you want to talk about schemes and how they can get guys open, how they can cut you up with the short to medium passes. The Saints don't have to throw down the field on you. Now, of course, we've seen that's come to bite them a little bit within the years that have been passing by because we love cheap touchdowns on the NFL. We're spoiled by Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, just airing it with a quick little 55, 60 down the field. And it's a cheap touchdown instead of these 12, 13, 14 play drives that are taken seven and eight minutes off the clock, you know, that eventually wears on an offense. But I am going to have to hold my expectations on Taysom because like I said, I know he definitely has the potential to be able to become a good quarterback, maybe even a great quarterback under Sean Payton with the offense, with the maturity that just the culture of New Orleans can bring to him because he hasn't gotten his true shot yet. But going forward into the last part of this buy, sell, or hold, we already alluded to it a little bit. Are you still going to strictly sell Taysom Hill on his future with the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, because I personally, let me ask you something. You don't, you, well, I'm not, it's rhetorical more so. How hard was it for you to win championships with Drew Brees, right? Very. So now, very. And he's a Hall of Fame caliber you know, top, you know, top three of our generation. Right. Let's you got to credit that to the bad defenses as well, but I do get your point. I'm going to let you carry on. Sure. Okay. I mean, I could see that. Okay. But even still, you know, you still got to do it. There's, there's, you know. People have won like, Super Bowls uh, with bad defenses. We've seen it. It's hard, but it's, it's doable, of course. But my, my point is, if it was this hard to win a Super Bowl with Drew Brees as your quarterback, you mm -hmm. got one, right? Your, yeah. your expectations for Taysom Hill is what? A, a Super Bowl? I don't think I don't think Taysom rather is going to finish the rest of the season. No, I do see Drew coming back. I don't really know when Drew's going to come back, though. You know, the Saints did him just uh, did just put him on IR. So he'll be out for at least three weeks. But I don't want a 41 year old body who is short, undersized for the position. And now he's coming off 11 fractured ribs and a, a bad lung. I mean, do we know if Drew's even going to be able to, to breathe in the heat of the game? Is he going to be able to overcome just the general stress that his body's going to go under? And like you alluded to earlier, I feel like his ribs and just Drew himself is going to be internally flinching a little bit, hoping that he doesn't get hit because he knows the rib cage is going to be banged up. I don't expect Taysom to ride out the rest of the season because it's kind of interesting right now. But I, I'm confident on Taysom now, if that helps answer your question. Well, okay, so you were, you're you basically buying on the short term, right? But my, my right. thought process is let's just say he's, he's what they decide to go, you know, go with on the, over the next, let's say, three years, right? Right. My expectations for that is zero Super Bowl. And right. if that's the case, why, what are we doing? Right. So Saints are in it to find, win it now. Exactly. So we can find something else. Or if we're going to develop something, because somebody, the, the, the closest guy – that's quote-unquote a run, I guess, quarterback would be Cam Newton, who, 
you know, was a pickup, a fumble away, possibly from changing the game. Right. But <laughs> over the course it, of his, right. I believe over the course of his, he's only been in the league nine, 10 years. Right. Uh, Cam Newton, and he's thrown a lot of yards. I believe, uh, I want to say 30,000, close to 30,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Got the MVP under his belt, of course, the 15 MVP with Carolina. And then under 150 interceptions in his career. Right. So I think that, can he be as good as somebody like Cam? Possibly. Right. Possibly. I like that illusion. But he has to have the right team around him. Mm-hmm. And the Saints, to me, has been inconsistent on having a top-to-bottom team on both sides of the ball. Usually when one is good, now Drew Brees, now it's not working on offense. All of a sudden, the defense is elite. You know, then when the defense is, you know, it's just always something. I can 100% agree with that. And I'm glad I let you finish. So I was going to be like, wait, what? But no, you are right. The defense (laughs) will be gone. And then I'm scraping up 20 points a game or putting up 40, but we're giving up 30, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So you would need a solid mesh behind him to be successful. I'm not going to sell his future with the Saints just yet because the thing for me was, okay, every everybody expected Jameis to start, right? Every Saints fan expected Jameis. I expected Jameis. The whole world expected Jameis, right? Sean Payton gets absolutely blasted right. for putting Taysom in there. The players are pissed off about it, right? This whole shebang is going down. You got Roddy White on Twitter saying that the Saints are going to get smacked. You got people taking the Falcons with the upset, which I respect people taking the Falcons with the upset, but absolutely just wiping the Saints. No, I never saw that happening. I didn't expect the Saints to come out and play as well as they did and put up the points that they did and hold Atlanta the way that they did in that game but Sean Payton believes in this guy okay this was a guy that was bouncing around from special teams and then he was found on the waiver wire from Green Bay and Sean Payton brought him in has slowly developed him over the last three years I don't think Taysom Hill's just been sitting there just twiddling his thumbs with Drew Brees Drew Brees as basically his right hand man you remember what Jameis Winston said back when he signed with the Saints I'm basically getting a Harvard University quarterback degree. And I completely respected that, 100% respected that, because you could argue that Tom and Drew are two of the smartest players in the game right now. Regardless of how they might be playing, we know the knowledge that they bring to the game, okay? These are 20-year veterans in the NFL. And I just, it, I find it hard to believe that Taysom Hill is not picking up on some of Drew's tendencies, literally living in the playbook with him. I even watched a breakdown, actually. It was Baldy's breakdown on ESPN describing the similarities between Drew and Taysom, how he's got the footwork, how he's got the vision down the field, always keeping his eyes up. So he's definitely got the potential. I'm not going to write off Taysom Hill. I'm not going to buy it just yet because obviously there's been something within the last few years to where Taysom hasn't seen more snaps in a game, getting the contract everybody said he finessed New Orleans. And when I kind of thought about it a little bit, yeah, a guy that really only plays 30% of a game, it feels like finessing. But when you bring in a low-end guy like Jameis Winston on basically a low-balling contract and you give Taysom that money, it almost feels like Sean Payton was potentially elusive to the fact that, hey, Taysom's going to be our guy. You even go look on the depth chart for New Orleans. Uh, for New Orleans, Taysom has been two all year. He's been two all year on the depth chart. Breeze one, Taysom two, and Winston three. So I'm still going to hold. All three of these are going to be holds for me, unfortunately. Uh, not even unfortunately necessarily. I just want to keep it real. I don't want to give too much to a quarterback. But here's the big thing for me about Taysom Hill, okay? New Orleans really has to realize the potential that Taysom has and what they truly possess in a player like him. Because being a Saints fan from day one, man, there has never been 
an explosive player like this, when I'm talking about the power and the downfield threat, it was kind of what I was, I was unfolding into here. The downfield threat that Taysom can bring to the table for New Orleans that they've never really necessarily had. Yes, Drew Brees, obviously in the middle years and early on can move the ball down the field, but he's never been your guy to give you a, a 55, 60 yard completion down the field. But specifically at the quarterback position where it stops and starts with New Orleans, do you feel like Taysom could bring something to the table that the Saints really haven't had at all in the franchise? I'm talking about strictly from the quarterback position. This is potentially something the Saints have never seen before. Downfield threat and just being able to make, make something happen when a play breaks down. Drew cannot do that. Drew Brees has never been able to do that. And that's my thing with Taysom. I want to get your thoughts on it, though. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would say... You guys have had that. I can't think of this quarterback's name. He was the black quarterback that you guys had. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Aaron, was it Brooks? That was Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Name, That's man. the only quarterback I can think of in recent memory that was throwing to, to Joe Horn. Yeah, Aaron Brooks. Um, he was solid, man. He, he opened up the field. He definitely didn't have power. I mean, there's only like Dak Prescott, like Cam Newton – I guess Taysom Hill, there's only a handful of those guys. Right. And their effectiveness is solely based off their ability to throw the football. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because at, at the end of the day, if Cam Newton is running all over the field, he's that's not a good game unless he's running for 170 yards or something with maybe right. 100. You're not going to see the wear and tear that's been put on Cam Newton's body. And your quarterback is current. He's not just drafted. Like he's, he's 30. You know, 30. Yep. So you got a 30-year-old quarterback who's not necessarily – well, we don't know if he's pass first per se yet. Right. Because he put it's up some decent one numbers. Game. Yeah, he put up close to 250 yards on good efficiency. Right. On a great quarter, uh, quarterback percentage on his completion. So, But if I'm going off of recent history and whatnot, I can't, I can't give it to him yet, man. Like, there's been too many quarterbacks with similar – abilities and similar skill sets who either didn't make it or didn't get like a lot of chances to to do so so I'm gonna go ahead and say like even like for example like uh, um uh even like Cam Newton recently right I mean he's what was he nine years into the league mm -hmm. throwing 30 plus again we already went over those numbers you know if, if people feel this way about Taysom Hill you have a guy that's proven who literally was in the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I I, I want to give him. I, me personally, I'm going to give him three games. The Saints were not the New Orleans Saints that they are now in those Aaron Brooks days. The Saints were not the Saints that they are now until Peyton and Breeze showed up. You look the immediate effect in this. Peyton and Breeze first year together in the league, they go to the NFC Championship, get wiped by the Bears in Soldier Field in the terrible weather. But then they go back a couple years later and win the Super Bowl. Now they've obviously been trying to find their way back, struggling in the playoffs, the heartbreaks. Everybody knows what's been going on with the Saints. But you want to talk about the talent that the Saints have around them now. You can really argue that the talent is outgrowing Drew Brees because we see him dwindling just a little more every year. 2018 was the last big explosive year for Brees, the year of the NFC Championship with the no call. Brees was on pace to win MVP that year. Everybody saw that. That one game against actually your Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World is what knocked him off the pedestal, and the Saints never looked the same again. Never looked the same again. They were winning games by three and four points after being, I want to say, 
the number one offense in points or damn near it. I mean, we saw them. They were putting up 50 on people, 40, 30. I mean, the Saints were just – they were that offense in 2018. And it feels like now you've got guys out there that can be explosive and that want to push the ball down the field. Of course, Thomas isn't a deep vet, but E-Man can run deep for you. Cook can definitely run deep for you. Traquan Smith can get out there for you if you want to bring Callaway out there. We've got guys that want to play downfield or rather maybe not want to, but of course have the potential. And what good is that going to serve you with a quarterback that struggles to throw the ball 25 yards down the field? That's my thing right now is the Saints are in it now to win Super Bowls. We're in it now to be explosive. We're in it now to play with the style of the league, the cheap touchdowns, these 12, 13, 14-yard drives, like I mentioned, that go seven and eight minutes long, chewing up, you know, half of a quarter, three, three quarters of a quarter. That's tough to do, especially on a guy that's 41 years old. And I even want to bring up the point here that the development of Taysom Hill could help keep the championship window open for at least one more year because Taysom's going to be making money the next few years, okay? Everybody knows that. When you see how he can throw the ball down the field, something Drew can't do. We know Drew can't move in the pocket and extend plays. Taysom can do that. Everything that you want out of Drew Brees right now in his career with the best team the New Orleans Saints has ever had, it's arguably falling short in the quarterback position. Drew was a shell of himself, not even a top 15 to 20 quarterback early on in this year. I really don't even know if I would still put Drew in the top 10. He's looking old this year, and that's just unfortunate. Taysom brings to the table what the Saints have struggled with in recent years. Big plays downfield, cheap touchdowns, and extending the pocket and the plays when it breaks down. Do you think if Sean Payton gets a grip on Taysom, really sucks him into the playbook, and he just gets the locker room in on him, and they can just coach him up with that New Orleans culture. We know the offense and just how um, intricate, like I mentioned, that offense is. Do you think he could at least keep it open for us, Complicated? Man, I feel like I'm being really tough on Hill, but I'm going to... No, you're good, man. Hey, this is what the show is for, brother. That's why when we were talking about it before we got on, I was like, I'm going to love the differences, man. Let's do it. (laughs) You did say that, man, but um, okay. Can he keep the uh, the window open this season? Yes, I will say yes for this season, because all he has to do is ride that train. I mean, he's gonna have to make plays. I just don't know about Taysom Hill in the playoffs, man. Like, yeah, gonna get real, man, brother. I'm skeptical too. It's definitely gonna get real. As far as the rest of it, the you know, Drew Brees is like, you know what, man, I'm gonna wrap it up. No, it's it's over. The Super Bowl window's done. Like, I think that you guys, like, getting back to the NFC Championship game with your quarterback, man, Taysom Hill, depending on – but it's hard to say because this is all depending on me, history of mine. That's right. what I'm going off of. Not necessarily – you as a fan, like, let's be honest, bro. When I When I talk about the Cowboys, there's something in me that I can't control that – a lot of times grabs the most positive it it you just right. do it man it's what diehards do man you want to believe in your team you want to think that they can they can go do it they can make you happy and you have the shit talking rights to all your friends once they win it exactly <laughs> you, brother. exactly but i have no um attachments to the saints and right. if this was a dallas if the if you swap the logos and put dallas and the saints right now <laughs> i would not I be it too happy that Taysom Hill is going to be my quarterback if, if they can mix some Dak Prescott uh Jared Goff into Taysom I think that's your best bet because then you got a guy who has the size of Dak Prescott and a better arm let's just say right as far right. as he's got a gun so far like his arm is better Dak has developed but then 
and then let's let's say you get some of the Jared Goff, Sean McVay movement out of the quarterback when they do play action and whatnot. Probably you get the best play action out of the team pocket. League, to be honest with you. Exactly. You get Taysom out of the pocket to potentially make plays outside of the pocket to mm-hmm. where he develops as a p- passer. You just got to move and you're just moving the pocket for him. So That's he, what they did a lot against Atlanta. They had a lot of pocket shifting plays for him to where he could, you know, not necessarily have to be so still in there. Exactly. So he's moving out of the pocket and he's still developing as a passer because you're, you're just moving the pocket. And then if something breaks down, not literally the pocket, but you're moving him out of the pocket to, right. to get comfortable still moving. And if something breaks down, you have his talent to rely on. If they can do stuff like that, mix that Dak and, and golf in, yes, then, then I'm with you with the gun. That's <laughs> right there, bro. Honestly. Here's my thing. Of course, I'm speaking from a diehard fan's heart, man. But I'm, I'm really thinking about, okay, here, here's my perspective. The NFL is turning into cheap touchdowns, big plays, big arms, quarterbacks that can move, quarterbacks that can throw on the run. I feel like the Saints literally have the all the ingredients of what the what a textbook and surefire NFL quarterback is going to be for the next few years that's where it kind of brings my argument full circle with Taysom brings something to the table the Saints have never had before the Saints have the most talent they've ever had in the franchise and they're they're not in it to win divisions they're not in it to go 500 they're not in it to go 10 and 6 they're in it to win Super Bowls where are you getting this from you're saying he could where are you drawing this from with your, your last point as far as Taysom Hill moving forward, like you were saying? You go look at the best year the Saints have had within recent, within recent memory outside of the Super Bowl. 2018, no question. The Saints were not bombing the ball down the field that year. Drew Brees was just playing excellent football, but that's the last time Drew Brees played excellent top five quarterback football. He's not playing that anymore. And the league is turning into big plays. Like I mentioned, the Saints have never been that team. And that's why I feel like the Saints have been getting caught up the last few years because you go look at the wild card game with Minnesota. They crowded the shallow passes. They invited Drew to throw medium to deep and he wasn't able to. They brought the pressure. He couldn't get out of the pocket with the pressure because he is literally a statue in the pocket, just like Brady. They're not going to move. They're just going to fall and take the sack. Taysom won't do that. The Saints don't get cheap touchdowns. I guarantee you if we pulled up every scoring drive from the New Orleans Saints, it's anywhere from an 8 to 11 play drive with a bare minimum of five and a half minutes off the clock. You cannot do that for 16 straight games and expect to still be able to produce like that. We've seen it. We've seen it without question. I mean, they ran out of that gas last year. Another 13-3 and year where they have a good offense, a decent defense, but as soon as you get into the playoffs, the Vikings know what you're doing, and of course anybody could catch on a Taysom and say, okay, we're just going to guard the running lanes. We're just going to do this and that. We're going to take, like Belichick does, we're going to take away what you do best, we're going to make you play left-handed. See, and hold on. This that is, this is, is what the this... Saints can't adjust well to. And I feel like Taysom brings uh, that question mark and just the overall versatility to the quarterback position for New Orleans. New Orleans has never had a guy like this at quarterback. But I and think I understand Aaron Brooks, but Aaron Brooks, quarterback. without question, not like Taysom Hill. Sure, and I'll, I'll agree with that. I think you're right. putting too much on Taysom Hill. And, and I think you're putting way too much on the quarterback position when it comes to this new era, you're saying, because – okay, offenses are cheap touchdowns. It's getting bigger plays and whatnot. When do these teams, though, win a Super Bowl? Because a lot of the times, it's the, it, when it gets down to it, mm-hmm. it's the defense, man. The of defense course. is what's actually 
what's really winning these Super Bowls because these scores go down, the games slow down, yep. and if the Saints can't don't have a defense, it doesn't matter what Taysom Hill does. Of course. He could throw deep, he could throw short, he could be the top qu- quarterback. If that defense isn't going to do anything for you guys, and you had just mentioned that in all the everything you said, you made my point with okay, when they get into the playoffs and they play the Vikings, the Vikings have a solid defense, especially oh, yeah. when they play you guys. They play hard, and they were always good. Then you mentioned Bill Belichick. He, he stops your best play. Let's not talk about the Rams, who has the, 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 the GOAT, basically, right now, a defensive line that's just controlling everything. Of course. So, I, I don't know if it's – that's where it's, it's getting a little tricky with Taysom Hill. Can of course. He, can the quarterback have success? I'm going to go ahead and – and, and actually just overall, I'm going to buy that he could have some success as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Can he, as a quarterback, help his team individually? I do not think he's that great to carry over possibly a subpar defense. But the Saints don't have a subpar defense right now is the thing. We're not gonna, I don't think we're going to have a subpar defense for the next two or three years. Marshawn's not going anymore, uh, anywhere. We got Janoris, of course. We got Malcolm Jenkins. I know these might be smaller contracts, but the Saints are going to see that development, hopefully, and bring those guys back. So it is tricky. I know what you're saying. It is tricky because it's one game out of Taysom. But when you're just talking about the, the potential and how just electric he is when he comes on the field, Saints fans have been foaming at the mouth for this man to at least throw a pass because every time we know <laughs> when Taysom comes in with a running back back there or he's back there by himself, what he's going to do, catch a snap, run to the left, catch a snap, run to the right. They're running quarterback power and hats off to Sean Payton. He's been able to run that play well, but everybody knows that when Taysom comes in, he's going to run that football. But when you, if, when you can develop him into a passer, it makes him that much more dangerous. And I'm not trying to put too much on Taysom. I don't expect Taysom Hill to take us to another Super Bowl and win it, but could he? I 100% think he could because you look at the system New Orleans has had. And some people were even mentioning about, you know, uh, they, were, they were nervous about Jameis Winston, right? And they compared it to, you look at Bree's first five years with the Chargers roughly, and, uh, and Jameis's first five years with the Bucks. Pretty similar numbers. Drew Brees did not become the legend himself and the Drew Brees, the household name that he is, until he was with Sean Payton. Sean Payton can elevate players and bring them out of their shells. And I'm not, you know, I'm not expecting Taysom to be this next level huge dude that's going to be the MVP and he's going to be unstoppable. But in terms of, like I've mentioned, just in terms of what the Saints have not had, nobody can sit there and tell me that Taysom does not bring that to the table. And that is my whole point. As a fan, I, I want to keep the window open, man. You mentioned Winston. As a Saints fan, were you excited when he came? My thoughts on Jameis Winston coming in, of course, I was like, wow, Jameis Winston? Like, really? The guy who just literally led the league in passes, but also led the league in pick sixes and led the league in interceptions? Like, that's that, that was tough for me. You know, and I, and I wasn't really understanding what the Saints saw from him. And the whole thing of, oh, people are acting like he's not a national champion and a Heisman winner and a number one overall pick. No one gives a damn about that. He's not in college anymore. He's not playing the 185th best overall defense in the country. No, he's playing good defense. He's he, good defenses. He's playing professionals. He's playing guys that have, have busted their ass to get to the league to make millions of dollars defending the football. But at the same time, like I mentioned, I trust my coach. The off and the offense and just not even the offense. We'll just go back to New Orleans in general. I was saying it when people were talking about Winston. Let's not act like the Saints are not head, shoulders, knees, and toes better of an organization than Tampa Bay and easily better than Tampa Bay has been with the exception of the Super Bowl year early on for the last really decade, man. It's been rough 
for the Buccaneers, okay? And you even see Brady now. People are wanting to bag on Brady. That Bucks offense with Bruce Arians, you know, I know it was not Bruce Arians, you know, whoever it was before that, but with Bruce specifically in the last few years that the Bucs have been, they like to air the ball out, but they're also going to turn it over as well. And when you bring someone to the Saints who don't turn the ball over a lot, who are a very buttoned-up franchise and who have one of the best head coaches in the NFL, like I mentioned, you look at – I feel like – perfect example, like I just mentioned it. You look at the first five years of Winston and you look at the first five years of Breeze. The numbers are pretty identical. Drew Brees did not become the legend that he is until he teamed up with Sean Payton. And I feel like Sean maybe sees something in Jameis that he saw in Drew. You left some area for maybe some potential and, you know, why uh, Sean Payton maybe even picked them up. And then you're still very, you well, you're holding more so on Taysom, but. I am holding on Taysom right now. I would be stupid to buy in on Taysom because the man hasn't even thrown 50 NFL passes yet. He doesn't even have a passing touchdown yet. Right. <laughs> Both of those touchdowns came with his leg. Right. That is going to wrap up today's episode of the Watt Off Season Sports Podcast, everybody. I appreciate everybody tuning in today as we basically evaluated the state and the future, potentially, of the New Orleans Saints. And I wasn't alone today. I had my boy Complicated Kai on the show with me. If you don't know who he is, you absolutely will after this episode. You got to go check him out on Instagram, on all the social medias. He is the biggest and hottest upcoming video editor, the man responsible for my BMAC interview, which was absolutely great. Like I mentioned, you can click the link in our bio on any social media, and you'll find every bit of content that the podcast is putting out. Go check out Kai on the social media as well. I'll be able to drop some handles here on the screen for you so you'll be able to find them. This is What Off Season signing out, everybody.